Hey, you guys, welcome to Girl Educate Yourself. I'm Kristen Cantrell. And I'm Angela Fazio. Today's guest is Audrey Myers. And our topic is don't be a lawyer, but think like one. So Audrey, why don't you get started and tell us a little bit about yourself? Thank you, ladies. Um, Audrey Myers, I am a licensed real estate attorney. Um, I moved to Arizona about six years ago. So um, long story short, I went to law school at DePaul. Um, I loved my property law classes. So I decided I wanted to get involved in the real estate world, um, got my license, helped friends and family sell some properties. I was a mortgage foreclosure attorney and property tax lien foreclosure attorney in Chicago um, for about six years. Moved here, got tired of the winners and real estate just took off for me. I knew I wanted to start my own firm. I wanted to work for myself. And here in Arizona, you don't have attorneys when you sell or buy properties. So it is an added benefit to use me as your real estate agent because I get to be a little bit of an attorney and real estate agent all in one. And I get to be with my clients and I didn't get to do that as a full-time lawyer. Um, so here I am buying and selling properties in Arizona and I couldn't be happier. Yeah, That's awesome. That is so great. And I mean, the moral of that quick little story is that she's smart, you guys. You gotta, <laughs> yeah. you gotta listen to what she says. So. <laughs> and since our audience is generally real estate agents, you guys need to listen to this because I love this topic. Don't be a real, don't be a lawyer, but think like one. So how do we do that? Um, well, I have a few tips. Um, it's really important not to give legal advice. Um, I see that way too more than I would like to. Um, that will get you in big time trouble. So don't do that. If there's anything legal, um, call your attorney, refer them to one. It's okay to say, I don't know. Um, people will understand that and they will respect that. So my first tip is to, when I sell properties, I am always on the offense, not the defense. So not only do you need to know that it has gorgeous views, uh, it's a custom remodel, but you need to be prepared for those obstacles that are coming your way. So you need to research every home in within a mile radius. You need to know all the new constructions. You need to know the pitfalls of your home. Does it only have one car garage? Does it not have amenities? And a lot of retirees are looking for that. So you need to be prepared to overcome those sorts of objections because a lot of agents are caught like a deer in the headlights um, when someone comes to them with that. So as an attorney, I'm always prepared for that. Um, know your competition, research days on market for these properties. What's your feedback? Is it overpriced? Um, I have one now. It's a little bit harder because it's a one car garage. So I'm sharing that feedback with people and that's very helpful to do your research to sell your property quickly and for top dollar. That's a really important point because when, when Chuck and I were selling a lot of real estate, you know, when you walked into a house and you walked to the backyard and all, all these water features were on and it was beautiful and it's so peaceful. And I knew it was back to a street. I'd be like, Hey guys, why don't we turn these water features off for a few seconds so that you can see if this road back there is going to be of, you know, of, uh, concern to you where most people would be like, oh, isn't that a pretty waterfall? Mm -hmm. You know, can you imagine? You can't ignore the detriments. That makes no sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's not in such a negative way, but it's just to be prepared. Um, your, um, your clients will be very impressed that you're not just like every other agent that comes in and 
you know, oh, this is a beautiful home. Well, that's the easy part. The difficult part is someone that sets himself apart and is prepared for the negative aspects. We had a house. We had a house that we listed that was backed up to monster power lines. Like when you oh, went no. to the backyard, it was like, bzzz, oh my god, like monster power lines. And so we were having an open house, and there were these two ladies that were looking at the house, and they walked into the backyard, and they were like what is that sound? What is that? And my husband walked out of the house with a, you know, like a stainless steel mixing bowl <laughs> on his head, on his head, walked out and said, what, what, what do you hear? Oh, those ginormous power lines right there. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, and it's better to, um, like I said, be on offense. It's better to say, we have power lines. Um, if you have any questions, that also may be a legal issue because um, people are worried about, um, radiation and they're, you know, talk to your attorney if someone has any questions, but to just, cause it's better if you call attention to it, because then you get to explain it in your terms. You get to say, you know, but we've discounted the price to account for that. Or I've made a joke before, like, oh, you're from Chicago. Like this is, this is way too quiet for me. You know what I mean? Like kind of make a joke of it. And then people, well, yeah, that's right. I really can't hear anything inside. So if you, bring it to people's attention almost. And these are things that are very obvious. Like if there's cracks in the pool, you're going to address it first because then it's going to look like you're hiding it and you're scrambling and it's never going to look good. So. Yeah. Agreed. What's it, What's your next tip? So next tip would be um, definitely do your homework um, before you sell a house, before you go to listing appointment, don't be unprepared. So as an attorney, I'm prepared for problems. Um, I can't change my mind. I will never be the same, unfortunately. Um, one example is to always pull a preliminary title report. Um, and this comes in handy because the seller sometimes doesn't know if there's a judgment against them, which attaches to the property sometimes. And they do not know that. Um, is there a tax lien? Is there something like that? Because I did have a condo one time um, selling it in central Scottsdale and we pulled the title report and we found there was a judgment against him put by the HOA that he didn't know about. Well, attached to the property. So thankfully I got to call the attorney, settle it. Um, you know, it took a few weeks, but had we got under contract and sometimes the title report doesn't come for a couple weeks, you know, the buyer is upset and you have to know that when you sell a property, you're, you are guaranteeing, guaranteeing clear title and that you don't know of any of these liens or impediments. So that definitely helped me um, pull. If it's in an HOA, definitely call the HOA. Um, I read all the rules and regulations, CCNRs. Um, note that you're not an attorney. So definitely don't interpret those, but I mean like no, can you do a short-term rental? You will get those questions a lot. Um, I sold a house in a 55 plus community back to a major road in Chandler and I knew it was an uphill battle. So I was prepared to know the amenities that they offered compared to where I thought the other buyers would be looking. And I pulled the CCNRs and I found out that actually sometimes they allow for a certain percentage of people that are under 55. Um, and I asked like right now, where are you at with your numbers? And they said, actually there's room for two people, buyers under 55. So I sold a home to a couple in three days back to a major street under 55. 
And I had agents and buyers, there were three other homes for sale in the market sitting on for four months. And they said, how did you sell this house? And I said to two people under 55 and they looked at me, they weren't happy with their agents, but had I not done that, it's just stuff that people may not think about. And, you know, just do, it took me 10 minutes to pull that and make a phone call. You don't even need to be an attorney to do that. Yeah, mm -hmm. just to have a little more knowledge that can help you just an edge that, you know, just that little piece of knowledge is an edge. It is. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know why, but I can't stop just like seeing a billboard that says like Audrey Myers prepared for problems. My best quality and my worst quality. I don't even know if I caught your second tip because I was daydreaming about your marketing. <laughs> yeah, you were blending. I was blending I'm going to do that, but are you going to ask for royalties on it? So, <laughs> yes. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, a manager. Manager. <laughs> I'm a businesswoman. I'm always thinking about that. <laughs> I, I love that. I'm, I'm thinking about it right now, too. I know. Okay, so tell us, what is your third tip? So my third tip would be be confident um, and negotiate like a pro. Uh, don't reveal confident confidential information. And it's okay to say, I don't know. Don't give wrong information, inaccurate information. A lot of agents, especially new ones, come to me for mentoring. And they're like, I'm scared. I, I've never sold a house before. And it's like, that's okay. And I say, use me or your fellow you know, luxury agents, top producers, and say, hey, you know, I'm Brett, but you know, here's my team of experienced agents. We will get you covered. I'm the workhorse. You know, I'm fresh out of school. It make it seem that like you, you do have something to offer because you do be confident. People will be able to tell in your voice that you don't know what you're talking about, which seems a little scary, but just, just say, you know what? I don't know. I will get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you for your interest. That's totally okay. Um, make sure that you when you write an offer that you call the listing agent and i know it seems you know something that you like would do anyways but a lot of times you know buyers agent have lost out on my listing because i didn't know they were writing an offer and you know they spent all day so just that um also you know sellers agents aren't supposed to give you their offer prices but i'm a little sneaky um so when I call agents, you know, it's totally okay to say, Hey, do you have any offers over 600? I would say about 90% of the agents will tell me yes or no. Um, you know, is it close to list price? And then pretty soon I figured out what the offer, the highest offer price is within a few thousand. So it's just little negotiating tactics. Um, be kind, be respectful. Um, I'm not that person that leads with, I'm a lawyer. I don't like to name drop that because, some people get intimidated by that. But for me, I just want to make it work. You have to give something to get something. Um, my goal is just to give give something, but then my clients get more. So that's my mantra and it's worked for me. So, nice. Yeah. Well, I love your three tips. I think you've brought a ton of value to people listening. Yeah, I agree. And so we all have to say, I'm not going to act like a lawyer, but I'm going to learn to think like one. Yes. There's our <laughs> yes. Yeah, I love it. Well, don't do it. It's stressful. <laughs> I won't. I, I assure you. I promise you, you I won't. I, I promise to. <laughs> be on the billboard with me. Yes. Yeah, no, I'll just be pointing. <laughs>
Well, thank you, Audrey. We really appreciate your time and your expertise in sharing it with our audience. This was so much fun. Thank you, guys. Yes, thank you so much.